Yo, what up, Bill? It's top of the morning to you. Back at it. How your boys feeling? Shoot, uh, say uh, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Uh, week's been pretty good. Finals itching up on me, so man, that's what I probably say. See, I'm about a nine out of ten. Finals coming up this week. Got to do a last minute study, but overall solid weekend. Feeling ten out of ten. Back in my home state. Life's good. I'm just guys teaching me. So much, so I'm, I'm a 10 out of 10 here. 10 out of 10. All right, so we got 8, 9, 10. What's that? Be 27? 27? 27. Okay, oh, quick man. Engineer over there. Hey, that's a simple man right there. <laughs> <laughs> man, we got a nice topic for you guys today. I'm excited because it's something that everybody goes through at least one point nice. in their life. And it's a topic of the valley. So my question to you, Josh, what has the valley or what has some valleys in your life looked like up until this point? Oh, man. (laughs) I think just before answering that, I think like the valley just like, you know, makes who you are today. And that's something that I've learned. And I just kind of like look back on it. Just like, you know, I'm kind of glad like I went through this situation, you know, because it made me who I am today. And I can say one valley was probably me just going through a heartbreak, you know, and that was I kind of got to see I kind of got to see. All right. Like, all right. What am I running to? Right. Am I going to run to the world or am I going to run to God with my problems? And um, I was fortunate enough to run to God with my problems. And, you know, God was waiting there for me with open arms. So Mm. um, that was something that definitely cultivated just my character and the way I think about things today. So, you know, it's I've been through a lot more valleys, but I don't think we have enough time to share. <laughs> he had been through a valley or two. That's not a simple man. <laughs> Call him the valley man. <laughs> Phoenix Sun. That's your nature valley. Phoenix <laughs> No, that's what's up. That's real. I like how you mentioned how the valley, you know, shapes you. And you talked about your particular experience where, you know, God, you ran to God in the valley. I think it's hard because a lot of us go through some sort of value whether we like to acknowledge it or not, you know, and there's a lot of different vices that we can run to. Mm. Some that are bad, but it's some that are like really positive, some that are really good for us, like running towards God. And think about the valleys in my lifetime. I mean, a lot of times, you know, I've, I've been in valleys longer than I needed to be based off of, mm. you know, my willingness to run and turn towards God or my willingness to acknowledge the fact that I am in a valley and I need to get out. So, you know, for me, I had to focus on, okay, why am I here? Like, why might I be in this valley? Because sometimes we can place ourselves in a valley. In fact. I place myself in a couple of valleys based off of the decisions that I can make, based off of the conversations that I had with people that went left. And this ultimately like just having bad character. But what I love about the valley is at a time, it's a time where we get to reflect on ourselves and really identify, hey, what do I want to do in this valley? Do I want to continue to live in this valley or do I want to make steps to getting out this valley? That's facts. And so I was thinking upon his thought, because he has shared how he had that heartbreak thing. And I was thinking how he was not, he's coming from um, the hindsight look, you know what I'm saying? So he had been there, but he's out now. I think hindsight, as we look back, is kind of always 2020. It's easy to him see. It's easy to him see the, the, the uh, struggle and how we overcame it and things that we did after. But it's kind of hard as you're in the valley to uh, see Man, this is this is gonna be something positive. You know what I'm saying? Something that I always process is all of us love being on top, but we always hate being down up in the valley. So being on the mountain, all oh, that's fun because we got the whole crew. You know, we're, we're all happy. We're ten out of ten. 
but up in the valley where two out of ten and all this maybe four out of ten it's like man the the valley is what helps me appreciate being on the mountaintop because mm-hmm. if it's all mountaintop if life's all mountaintops then it's the, 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 no valleys it's all happiness it's sunshine but it's in the struggle up in the the, uh, the valley that i can appreciate being on top it's it's up in the the uh, the uh, valley that the sadness ha- helps the happiness be even more happier. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But it's tough because you're inside that, that that thing and there's struggles in it. Maybe your friends are gone. You had heartbreak. God, it feels like God's not there. And so you're kind of up in some valley, kind of struggling. It's hard. But I think that there's things that can be taught in the valley as you're in the valley. Mm-hmm. Somehow I like that you said, like, we don't appreciate, we wouldn't be able to appreciate you know, just the valley or appreciate the mountaintop if we're just like constantly just living a mountaintop lifestyle. And I think um, like it's the same thing as like if you gave everybody gold, if everybody had gold, right, it would deplete its value. Mm. Right. But so everybody doesn't have gold. So that's what makes its value so high. And that's why I think like when we're in the valley, that's what makes the mountaintop so high. And that, uh, one part I love about being in the valley is that understanding like it's only up from here. Mm. Like you can't go any lower than the valley, man. My question to you is you talked about like how hard it is or how hard it would be to just continue to live on a mountaintop. So yeah. could you give like an illustration of what like the valley is? Because maybe somebody doesn't know what the valley is and maybe they don't know if they're actually in a valley or not. Mm-hmm. What would the imagery look like if somebody's actually in a valley, valley currently in their lifestyle? For me, the valley is the struggle. You know what I'm saying? So I got struggles. I got my own personal problems. And so for me, the valley again is is the, um, uh, the uh, struggle. And so it's kind of like each... Each day, as I'm getting up, how am I feeling? You know what I'm saying? There are some days where I feel awesome. There are some days where I don't feel so, so good. But if I always feel awesome, those days I don't feel and feel good aren't that important. You know what I'm saying? Some I was processing here, though, is, is and that's, that's hitting on his point, too, is kind of like God meets us in the valley, then he helps bring us up that hill. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of us are trying to only meet God at the top. But I think God wants to meet us at the bottom up in the valley and help bring us up. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, I met God most times in the valley. And I, I always say that God is working most as we don't feel it feels as, as if he's working. God's working the most as we feel like he isn't there. But to your point, you talked about like meeting God in a valley. And you know, I think a lot of us often shy away from the valley because it's lonely, right? Mm. You're in a valley and it feels dark. It feels like nobody understands what you're going through. But the the beauty of God being in the valley with us is that he's there to comfort us. I think of the verse Psalms 23, like, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will, God is with us. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Like he's there with us in the valley when everybody else potentially leaves us, when everybody else potentially misunderstands us what we're going through. And that's been a real experience for me in my life because I've seen God comfort me in a time of, you know, desperation, mm-hmm. comfort me in a time of inconvenience, comfort me in a time where, you know, I lost track of what my identity was. And in that valley, like you said, God helped me get back on track and we yeah. began to walk up that hill together. Mm-hmm. But the best thing about the valley is that it's not an overnight process. Like you can say, I, I'm, hey, God, you're in the valley. We might be all the same the next day. But I think a lot, a lot of times God wants to take us through a journey through the valley, man, so that we can actually appreciate the valley, man. Like, hey, what am I learning here? God, what do you want me to see in this valley? Because a lot of times, sometimes it's not a bad thing that you're in a valley. Maybe right. you've been living, you know, a good life. Maybe you've done a lot of things good, but just a lot of things just you know, continue to, continue to be, you know, unfortunate, unfortunate circumstances. And you're just in that valley. 
And a lot of times it's God showing you things. It's a lot of times it's God refining your character. And a lot of times it's just the consequences of us living in a broken world. But the best part about it is that God through it all is there to comfort us in the valley. Though some days it might take, you know, one day and other times it might take years. Everybody's valley is different, but through it all, God's always there to comfort us. I think that's huge too, because um, you talked about earlier how the valley is like dark, right? Mm. But like Jesus is the light, you know, in that darkness, you know? And so it's about just coming to him because he's there with open arms. And like, I can agree with um, Slater is like, man, like the most times I've met God or I've been closest to God was in the valley because like he was always there to comfort me. It's just about if I want to turn in a direction and look at him and, and actually go to him with my problems for sure, bro. So I was here is that valleys come, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has val- valleys and we all have mountain tops and valleys, but it's like, what are you going to do in the valley? And also how are you going to enjoy being in the valley? Cause you're going to be there at some point. And so I find life to uh, be just so precious. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just such a precious thing that God really gives us. We are able to live on this earth and do life. And there's ups and downs to it and sadness and heartbreak, but if you don't love the valley or learn to love the valley, learn to love the struggle, then you're missing out on happiness up up in life. And so let's say that, the, that being up in the, um, the valley is happy your life, right? And so you're only happy on the te- uh, on, on the mountaintop, then you're only happy half of your life. And so you're missing out on that other half. But if you love the struggle or can learn to love the struggle, then you're making your whole life even happier. And again, I'm just so key on how precious this thing called life is. We get to breathe air. We get to have fun. We get to have emotions, love, happiness, sadness. So it's just such a rare thing. And so I try to grasp every moment possible. And so as I'm doing that, it's taken me 20 plus years, but I finally really been able to love the struggle. And let me tell you, man, it's been a game changer ever since. Cause even up in my pain, I'm able to find happiness. I'm able to find moments I appreciate, people I appreciate. And so and so and so now it's like every every day I can find moments that I'm happy in. Whether it's tough, hard, easy, each part, man. You know, that's real, because now I'm thinking of the imagery. You guys both mentioned like the other side of the valley, which is the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. But I think the best place to be is right there in between the mountaintop and the valley. Just the journey where you're on the hill. Because it's where you still kind of get, you know, the the consequences of the valley or just some of the the realities of the valley. But you can see that, you know, I'm training in the right direction. I think a lot of us actually have to be content with, you know, wherever, whatever situation that we're in, whether it's the valley, whether it's the mountaintop or whether it's just walking up the hill. But me personally, I like the hill because, you know, I'm not blinded by, you know, my ego at the mountaintop. And I'm also have a new perspective from the valley. And so I get to continue to move forward, approaching a new perspective. So when I hit that mountaintop, I, I can better steward the mountaintop better than if I would have just come out the valley and being thankful. Like, oh, man, I'm ready to go act the fool again. Right. I'm ready to go <laughs> turn up with this mountaintop when I get yeah. back to the top. But I'm on a hill. I was like, dang, like I just went through the valley. You know, I can see this mountaintop coming in, but I don't want to forget what I just went through through this valley. I don't want to just, you know, undervalue any of the things that God has just taught me and revealed to me in this valley. And I want to make sure when I do end up getting to the top of this hill, I can appreciate the scenery when I'm out there. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's so key because like, I think like the Bible says, like pride comes before the fall. And it's like, when you're in the valley, that's where that character is being cultivated. So that if I have that character in the valley, 
then I can have an even better character, you know, when I'm on the mountaintop, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like you said, remembering where I came from, which was the valley, I'm able to, you know, provide those same principles um, on top of the mountain, you know? And so it's just like, when it says like pride comes before the fall, you can't fall from a valley, but you can fall from a mountain though. So you got to make sure that you're checking yourself and checking your pride and your ego. I think people, and I feel of this too, but life, it's a Life is a journey, right? So it's ups and downs to it. And, and so the ups help us and the downs help us too, but we can't es escape them. There are going to be ups and there's going to be downs. And so something that I've learned to, to do of my personal life is ask myself, as I'm in this valley, what can I learn from this? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to be in valleys. I'm going to be in a valley a couple months. I might be in a valley a couple years. I was like, okay, what can I learn from this? Because you're already in the valley. You're already in pain. You're already struggling. So you might as well get something from it. You know what I'm saying? There is no point to be in, in a struggle and then not get something from it because now you struggled for no reason. But as I look back and I can see what I learned up in my struggles, I'm excited for some more struggles because I can learn. I can learn some more things. You know, it's to your point of talking about struggles. You know, think about we always say, like, who you hang around with and, you know, Facts. who are you in the valley and who's around you when you're in the valley. But I want to flip the lens. Like, who are you going to be when somebody else that you know is in the valley? Right. Mm -hmm. If one of your friends are in the valley, are you going to be the one that says, oh, you in the valley. I'm going to stay far away from you. I'm going to continue to chill up here on the mountaintop. Or are you going to go down the hill into the valley with your person and comfort them alongside God? Because I think a lot of us need those people in our lives that are going to come down with us and comfort us in the middle of the valley. I think of Job's friends. Right. The first thing that they did when Job had lost everything is they sat in silence with him. Yeah. He was in the middle of a valley. He just lost everything. And for days on days, they said nothing. These are the kind of friends that we need. Just people that are going to be in our life in the, the struggle, in the darkest times, in the times where we just don't have an answer of why things are happening for us. We need people that are going to walk with us. And, you know, one of the blessings that God has given me is, you know, brothers who have been able to walk with me in the valley. And I think by the time where you talked about the heartbreak, man, we were going through that thing together, bro. And we were in the valley together, bro. And we got out that thing with God, bro. And that was so dope about it because, like, I knew I had you to count on. And even when those days were darker than others, I could call on you. And we'd be chopping it up, man. By the end of the night, man, we'd be feeling great, bro. So I think there's value in meeting people in the valley where they are, man. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's okay not to give advice. Just comfort them and just be with them. Sometimes somebody doesn't need advice. They just need your presence to be around them and comfort them and support them. I think on the flip side of that too, though, is like you can also learn from other people's valleys as well. And you can also learn from other people's falls on top of the mountain too. And so you can kind of see. So I say in my life, I see somebody go through some like, um, say like a divorce or, you know, something like that. I'd be like, you know, maybe I don't, I don't want that, you know, for myself and, I'm going to map out, okay, what were the things that, that caused them, you know, to fall or become in that valley, you know? So I just think, like, we can learn from other people's experiences to also help us and also be like, okay, look, like, you see where that person was at, right? So now you should be able to have, like, all right, I'm not going to do that now so I can, you know, get to the mountaintop. I got two points, but my first one is, as we've been in a valley, now we're on the top. We can also go help other people that are up in the, the, uh, the uh, valley. That, that, that we were just in, you know what I'm saying? So with the heartbreak, it was easy for y'all to help each other because you've both been up in that, that down the valley. And even this other problem, the struggles, it's it's easy now that you've been inside a valley, you overcome it, go back, help somebody, bring them up too. God's, God's going to help you too for firsthand, but you can come be that second hand too. I think the second thing is 
turning our valleys into mountaintops. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that a valley is just how we, a lot of things are just how we see them. A lot of things are just how we see them. So maybe it looks like a valley, maybe it's a mountaintop, but you're seeing it as has a valley. Me personally, right? I've got a speech impediment. So some people are gonna say, man, that's a valley. Nah, nah, I thought it was. I turned it into a mountaintop. I'm doing a podcast, bro. I speak on stages. I help other people that have this same struggle. I help other people that have different different, different struggles too because I was bullied being a kid and now when I see people being bullied being a kid, boom, I can come and help them. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, man, is it a valley or is it a mountaintop? How are you seeing that? Is that cup half full or half empty? How are you seeing that? Then go help someone who's got the same problem too. Mm. Let them cook. Man, Chef Boy RD, <laughs> Chef Curry with a shot, bro. That's real, bro. Hey, man. I just, I think there's value in flipping in the perspective. And also, there's value in just being in the valley, right? Sometimes, like you said, there aren't any answers to why you're in the valley. Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe something has happened tragically and just like, why has this happened? You know, and sometimes you just can't flip the perspective because that's just the reality. It's just the, the truth of the matter is that that thing happened and I can't do anything about it. But what we do there is we don't forget the promises of what God says in us. Mm. That God says that he's with us all the time, right? And that he's there to comfort us and that he has good plans for us. And so even though that something might look terrible in front of us, the way that we perceive it, that God has a plan that he's going to work through all things to help us, you know, continue to get closer to him. But I think on the flip side to that, to your point, is flipping that perspective because yep. what we see, we may not understand, but God is all knowing and has the answers to what our specific problem is. So if I think my valley is the worst thing that I'm going through, God's like, this is just the answer to what you're going to be u- using later on in your life. But I need you to go through this right now so that you can understand how to steward this thing later on. So I need you to go through this valley, come up on top. So now... When you're on top, you can help other people in the valley that have been in the same area as you. And now mm-hmm. both of you guys are on top and you guys can help expand the kingdom together. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's so real because I think like right now it may be a valley for your present self, but it'll mm-hmm. be a mountaintop for your future self. Right. And like when I, when I think about that, like I think about that verse, maybe it's not in this correct context, but John 13, 7, you may not know now but later you will understand, right? Mm. And so when you're in the valley, you don't really see what's going on. You don't really understand. You're just like, hey man, I'm just down in the dust, man. I'm struggling. But later you're gonna be like, you know, I'm so glad that I went through those struggles because now that was a mount that was a mountaintop for me. Now that I shift my perspective, you mm-hmm. know? And you look back at it, you like, dang, was that really a valley? But no, that was actually a mountaintop because it taught me X, Y, and Z, you know? Tying those two points to uh, uh, tying those two points together, I was also thinking. Stop hiding as you're in the valley. I think we get up into a valley and we're in it for a couple of days, a couple of weeks. We're like, man, that and that life sucks, and you're so sad because you're hiding up in that valley. But as you can stop hiding, which we talked about a couple of different things, where you switch a perspective, understand that God's got oh God planned for now. That I to understand a couple months later or something. But stop hiding up in that valley. Start shining up in that valley. Getting up to the top, knowing God's coming down and helping you. But if we're hiding, we're not growing. How does one hide in the valley? That's the question I would pose. How do they hide? Or in how the does valley? one know that they're hiding in a valley? I think you're hiding inside the valley if you're not seeing any growth, any progress. So you can be inside of a valley, but still get the progress. You know what I'm saying? Think of someone who is trying to get, who's trying to lose a couple pounds, ten pounds. 
Well, lose 10 pounds, you gotta lose one pound and then two pounds. There's progress there. And maybe they're gonna be happier soon, they're skinnier or something, but there's that progress there. But if you're just mad, oh, I think I'm 10 pounds overweight, you don't do anything about it, you're sad every day about it. Bro, get up, do something about it. It's small steps though, because you're not gonna lose 10 pounds overnight. But you do that small step-by-step -step progress, man, as you get up in that hill. By the way, going up hills, go help you lose a couple pounds. <laughs> to build up your point, because I was actually going to say, from my perspective, you know, I think other people help us recognize that we're in a valley. That's true. Maybe it's because we've been, you know, having like bad habits and it's like, you know, as a reflex, you know, as we do different things in that situation. But you who knows me is like, Jairo, what are you doing, man? And I'm like, I honestly don't know. You can help me come from hiding in that valley. Because maybe I don't want to acknowledge that I'm in a valley. Maybe I don't want to acknowledge that I need help. But me coming to you, you can help me recognize, hey, you, you might be in a dark place right now. What's going on? And then from there, man, we can turn to God. We can run to God. And now the comfort of both God and you helped me get out of the dark valley that I'm in. But it first helps accountability, people in my circle that recognize, that know what I'm going through, that know when I'm faking it, right? Mm -hmm. Put it on that facade to be real with me and say, Jyra, bro, you're not good right now, man. As much as you want to portray the image that you are, you aren't. It's, but it's okay, though. Like, it's okay to not be okay because God's going to comfort you, and I'm here to support you as well. Bro, that's real. And I think... I just like think of like the illustration of somebody just like sitting in the valley and not moving. And you talk yeah. about growth. If you're just sitting there, you're not doing anything, then there's not going nothing is going to happen, you know. And I think like we have to we come to God with our burdens and with our anxieties and, and the things that we care about. Right. And so if God is sitting here waiting for me with open arms, but I'm just sitting here, mm. you know, nothing's going to get done. You know, like the Bible says, you must deny yourself and pick up your cross daily. It doesn't say that he's going to pick up your cross for you. You have to do it for yourself and then you have to come with come to him, you know. And so if you're sitting in the valley and you're not, you know, taking any initiative to to start some growth in that valley, then how can you expect for yourself to get to the mountaintop? If you, you can't even take up the steps up the hill, you're not even going to be able to move, bro. It don't make no sense, bro. <laughs> That's real. Yo, I'll say it's every episode and it would be foul if I didn't say it. And I'm going to tie it into each topic too. Who you hanging with? Because if you're hanging with certain people, maybe a valley can feel like it's a mountaintop because you're hanging around certain people. So in my struggles, I've got you too. I've got a couple other friends, man. I'm in the valleys. It's still a valley, but it feels a lot different because of who I'm hanging with, who who's helping me, who's lifting me up, who's grabbing my hand and helping me uh, go up the mountain. That's real, man, because now Thanks. to add on that, Miz, if the valley feels like a mountaintop, I can only imagine what the mountaintop feels like for you there. We are God's all the land. land. <laughs> we are God's land. We above the clouds, bro. <laughs> and not that cloud that you think you're thinking about. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. But no, I'm real, man. I think like the the beauty of getting out the valley with others is that you guys can appreciate the mountaintop together. Mm. The view is better when it's shared with people that have been through the same experiences with you. Man, remember we went through that thing two years ago, three years ago? Yeah, dog. I don't know how we got out that thing. But now, man, I can appreciate where I'm in right now in this season where I'm at the mountaintop. Mm -hmm. And we talk like relationships or just friendships or whatever. Like that's something that, you know, God values, like God is relational. Like we have a relationship with God and like he also calls us to live a covenant lifestyle, which is for us to do things together. Like a covenant lifestyle is is an agreement between two people. Like you can't do a covenant lifestyle by yourself. 
Like it has to be lived out with other people. And so like when you talk about being in the valley with a whole bunch of people, like or people that you just hold close to you, dog, like that junk feels amazing because you're like, hey, bro, we all in it, too. But hey, we about to be up out this thing in a minute, you know, and even like you appreciate not only just the valley, but you appreciate the whole journey. Like you mm. appreciate the hills to you like, hey, bro, we might have slipped up a couple of steps, but we still going up like we're still trending up. And then when you get to that mountaintop, man, it's nothing like it, dog. You know, the illustration I think of the mountaintop, uh, if you guys have ever climbed a mountain, you know, there's, there's different pathways to get to the top. But some of the pathways, you know, they're like holes, right? You might step in a hole, you might roll your ankle, right? Or there are other holes where it's like vines or whatever. And there's like, you know, logs that you have to step over. And all these things that I'm saying is that, you know, the journey to the mountaintop is going to be a difficult one, right? Because you're coming out of the valley, but that doesn't mean it's going to be good automatically right away. But having those right people by your side, you can say, hey, 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 Micah, watch out for that log. Or, hey, Josh, watch out for that puddle right there. Oh, there's a snake right there. You got to be careful. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a mountain line up top. Having people that can see into our lives, right, that can comfort us as we're coming out this valley together, man, can make the mountaintop so much better when you have people that care for you, that support you, that want to get to the top alongside with you, man. I was over here thinking about, because I, I spoke about how I found life, life to be just so fascinating. The emotions, the feelings, the, the touch, the foods, everything. But I also think that something that's beautiful about life, how God created it, is it wasn't meant to be done alone. And that ties into every single topic that we talk about, especially in this one, man. You talk about someone pointing out this, pointing out the hole, pointing out a snake, because you're there together. And so that was just something I wanted to emphasize again of who do you have around you? Who are who are you doing this amazing thing that God gave us called life? Who are you doing it with? Who are you enjoying it with? Who are you crying with? Who are you just eating food with, fellowshipping with? Man, God gave us these beautiful gifts. Now, what are we going to do about it? Even up in the mountaintop, even up in the valley. Sure, that's real. Well, there you go. The valley. Another episode. A beautiful journey, man. Appreciate you guys. We out here. Deuce. Thank you.